Hey! Oh, we've done it. We it made it again. Consciousness, welcome back, you all. Thank you, uh, our um, our dedicated um, listeners like uh, Taylor and Angela, always here. Yes, uh, hello, hello. Prompt, we appreciate you so much. We're so excited tonight. We've got a really good friend of the show, uh, Jack Stannis. Uh, yes. To me by Michael. And for a minute when I was out on Long Island, it totally inspired me to uh, learn um, herbalism. Herbalism. Yeah, yeah, we had a good, a good, uh, a good couple of journeys with Jack in the in the, yeah, uh, in the forest. A great interest in it, and I think um, you guys will be really interested in so much of the cool stuff he has to say. You know, he's really a a man on a mission, uh, and I like people like that. Uh, so often we have people on the show who are a little esoteric, I guess is maybe the word in the way they speak about things. It's a little hard to digest, I think, for most people. Um, but uh, Jack is all about trying to help people connect easily up, ninja? the wonderful world of plants and how they can help us. Hey, Ninja Kitty, how's it going, girl? Yeah, yeah. Jack is, he's, he's, he's just such an amazing guy. And I think, um, you know, even, even beyond what you're saying, I think he's a great example of what we talk about all the time on the show about living life consciously. You know what I mean? Uh, he's, he's kind of on his journey, you know, and he's, he's, he's done some amazing changes over the years that I met him. I met him actually, uh, he's like one of those people that you meet and you know, you know how we feel about the universe, right? It's like, yeah. and unlike a lot of the people we've had on the show, uh, I guess Jack's very young, uh, you know, oh, is, yeah. is woke as can be, you know, spiritually and has a lot to offer and very wise, uh, wise uh, kid. And I say that only as a, as a testament to how great and wise he is. Absolutely. His age. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, he's got. He's going to have more and more to offer as the years go on. But we'll get back to Jack in a little bit. How's uh, how's it going over there, Michael Zinn? How's uh, um, life is wonderful, um, man. Oh man, since this, since before this started, I guess this started out of out of all of this energy that was happening between you and me and 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 life and all of the things that we were talking about. Um, you know, I've I've opened some doors. Those opportunities I've been talking about are are really starting to work out. Um, I, I've got, uh, my current employment and my future employment working together to, you know, get the best out of me, you know, and, uh, it's, it's awesome. It's really, I, I'm going to have the opportunity to do some really cool things with, uh, projecting, um, uh, inside environments and creating immersive experiences and doing a lot of the things I've been wanting to do. All the things we've been wanting to do. Yeah. And it's funny. I have something like that to impart as well, which cool. So, so many pieces of the practical brain want to kind of shut down something like this. Um, but um, uh, suffice to say, I had gotten a little bit of money and um, I had been warned that I was supposed to like pay a agent, you know, like fee to somebody. But it was so long by the time I got the money, I completely forgot. Like, and you know, and usually speaking, working through like my voiceover agent, the agent fee would be taken out beforehand, and I just didn't think of it. Right. So I had like dedicated all this money that I had to various things. So I get a new computer and a couple of things that I really needed. And then I was reminded that I owed that money. And I was like, Oh crap. I'm like, how shit, like, where am I going to get that money? Right. But I only thought that for like two seconds. And then I went, all right, well, it'll, I'm gonna come. It out. it'll come. And 
you know, obviously the thing is in motion beforehand and whatnot, but on the spiritual level, there is no time. And I see and would say that it was my disconnect of worry from that thing that allowed magic to happen. And yes, this magic okay. might have started earlier, but I didn't know about it. I only found out about it like a day or two later, as my dad hit me up and said, you just got two random checks from Kia Motors. I don't even know I how am. they the check to my parents' house. <laughs> like, I'm so confused, actually. The universe. How- the universe. Yeah, exactly. And uh, and not only did it cover what I owed, but also like gave me like a little bit of extra money. Yeah, like, yeah. Awesome. In terms of that I needed for other things. So it was like, phew out of nowhere which was great so um so that was really cool and and felt like a a real spiritual so that's awesome that's a great story i love it i'm sorry i don't mean to interrupt you but taylor we were were just talking about this uh you gotta have you gotta tell d to hook up that microphone because i sound bad i don't know uh, taylor taylor says does jesse get a new mic so what what does it sound like jesse she noticed that you got a new mic and and we noticed that the phone is ringing or something (laughs) Something's happening over there. <laughs> Somebody's calling during my show. What is this? <laughs> Leave the Snyders alone. Do I sound awful or am I am I? Passing? I don't think you do. Uh, I, I, just Taylor noticed. That's all. And okay. Janet's saying hello, so we're saying hello to Janet. Next week I'll sound better. I'm sorry, my dad rearranged the things, and I. I didn't time. Where's D when you need him? He's working out right now. Um, <laughs> But uh, but yeah, uh, I had a cool week. I did. Um, me and my f- whole family played volleyball over the weekend, which was awesome. Oh yeah, I saw those photos. Yeah, and, uh, yeah, yeah. Such a good time. And I had a baseball awesome. game where I like I didn't know the rules exactly, and I like we were only we only lost by one. And every one of my little mistakes, I could have. <laughs> you were killing yourself for it. It's that that. Uh, what did you say you were? Your astrology or triple Virgo or something? Six six house Virgo or something. Six house Virgo, yeah. Um, but uh, and then I just finally joined Cameo. I got in uh, Cameo, yeah. I I got invited to um to be a part of the Cameo. Oh, nice. Yeah, you were talking about that when you were here a while awesome. back. Yeah, and I said I was going to do it. I just yeah, was, man. You could do some fun stuff. I'm sure. I hadn't had my computer and stuff. I'm not right, granted. Right, right, right. People like on the phone largely, but um, right. I, I just like was not in my comfortable space yet. So I was waiting yeah. to add in a new thing. But yeah, so if anybody wants to find me on Cameo, yeah, yeah, I, you know what? We'll, I'll talk about with that with you. I'll help you do some fun. You got to, you got what you got to do is you got to do a couple and put them out there on social media so people know that you're doing them. And oh um, yeah, yeah, you know, we'll come up, we'll come up, we can come up with some funny ones. The um, the thing today was I got to meet with uh, or sit with my new friend from my ayahuasca journey, uh, Rudy. Rudy with two O's, as my mom likes to call him, because he Rudy with two O's that way to her. So, um, so, and my nice. mom got to sit down with shout her out to Rudy, talking about all the ayahuasca, you know, journey type stuff. And he's been working. I think Rudy has been. I, I think he's hit four hundred times now. He sat with wow. With Holy so, ayahuasca, Batman! <laughs> well, he's he's from Haiti originally, so his right. they've got like a background of like sort of like anti-voodoo, but you know, a little you know, slightly spiritual, but also a little blocked, like you know, because in the spiritual world, guys, like we tend to think that one thing's bad and another thing's good, and it's kind of relative, you know. The, the, <laughs> it's a good with, way to put it. 
within the scheme of the the, the thing. You know, it's all God uh, kind of pulling in each direction. Um, and uh, and you know, getting to an open place where you see that you know everything can be a, a demon. Everything can be. It's all really like where you end up in terms of your perspective on it. And mm -hmm. you know, that's really what this show is about and about you know becoming conscious, coming becoming conscious of that imbalance that is inherent in unconscious people because if you don't know you're just like oh you know and then when you start to look you go oh well maybe i'm being a little too loud or maybe i'm not being assertive enough mm -hmm. uh you know whatever it is and this is how we learn and how we balance ourselves over time but it was really great to speak to rudy and hear about you know some of his journey with the medicine and resisting certain uh, topics and things and uh, finally making a lot of breakthroughs and uh, Rudy's a really great guy and he works as a guardian for um, the ayahuasca ceremonies when people come as an assistant to you know if people are having a hard time on the right. medicine to uh, back people up so he's had a, a, a long history with this and uh, I'm, sure. I'm really excited like I'm, I want to get Rudy on the show but we are yeah. a developing calendar right now I'm excited so, about uh, that yeah uh, plans and I think me and Michael uh, when the show is done we're going to probably finish uh, that calendar off and uh, get it over to Nancy so we can start promoting these things in advance. I love what's happening on the uh, the comic book side calendar too the, the actual like big big surprise guests that seem to be on that list. Oh yeah there's so many people yeah, that yeah, yeah. cool people have on. I've got some cool people as well so I just wanted right. to kind of see where we were at and so Angela, Angela's saying that the spiritual realm has been a little crazy this week. That's funny. My my very sensitive uh, girlfriend has been uh, reacting, and I have been feeling like crap all week long, yeah. uh, doing my typical thing where I'm like, I'm weak. Why am I so weak? What's wrong with me? Uh, even though generally I'm in good spirits, but hey, I've been feeling so tired, and so has she. And, and uh, I've been wondering. I've been looking to see if anybody else has been saying anything in my like YouTube uh accounts and stuff because i listen to certain people who channel and right. you know they sound like the energy and stuff uh, who i've come to trust and uh, but i didn't see anything immediately but it's nice to hear that uh, you're feeling kicked around by the energy angela because it's going around yeah yeah I, you know i've it's interesting what you were just saying about the the bad and the good and you know coming to the balance and all of that because i've been having some pain the last couple of weeks in my knee like really bad pain i didn't hit it i didn't do anything it's just like all of a sudden right hurting and especially when i'm sitting driving it's like starting to, it hurts like it really like starts to like gnaw at me right and i was like you know what mind over matter let me just imagine that this is like instead of intense pain like intense orgasm pleasure yeah yeah hey yeah, yeah. i tried i tried i almost got there i was like all right it, it, it feels good it feels good yeah it feels good i tried you know, though whether it worked or not what you were doing was very wise yeah um you know uh it distracted me at least for the moment <laughs> a kundalini awakening is like this thing where like energy is broken free from your root chakra and like it goes up your body um when i had mine my body was in such disarray. It was shortly after I had my, like I had come to uh, my chronic pain every day. Right. And I had been working on it for like a little bit, but I was not much better. And I think my hips were like kind of crooked and stuff. And my kind of weekend was really painful. It was so painful. Like, and I was like, like when you have energetic blocks, it like kind of shakes your body because it's, wow. it's hitting up against these things. Yeah, and, you're feeling it. And I was like, getting like pulled into this clench 
but the clench was so harsh on my muscles because my muscles were not good. And I was so uncomfortable. I forced myself out of it the first time. I was just, I begged like the spirits. I was just like, please just let me try this again tomorrow. I just, I can't do it anymore. I like, I need to like let me try I, it tomorrow. The rest. Like, cause I was over spirits. It was for a long time. I meditated for like four hours and this thing started happening. Wow. It was overwhelming. It was really painful. And when I went back the next day, the, intuitive thing was pleasure is pain and i saw this thing and it's similar with hot and cold that you know like if hot is the this then cold is the this like and it's just sort of like like where the sensation starts and ends mm-hmm. you know what i mean mm-hmm. you know like mm-hmm. uh, like starts out hot and goes cold. good way to visualize it yeah it's a good way to visualize yeah. it. um and um and that pleasure was pain on so many levels you know being penetrated um was pleasurable when you had the perspective that it was being you know uncomfortable and like caressed to a degree is wonderful being uncomfortable and caressed to another you know like it's uncomfortable but they're all levels of your perspective on it and when i was able to sort of channel this pleasure is pain pleasure is pain pleasure is pain thing I got through it and I had the, the Kundalini awakening, you know, at the, uh, on the, on that day, the next day. Um, and, uh, it was good. It like, it, it turned into a largely euphoric thing, but it was really painful. Like until right. I got to that place. Um, cause it was just, I was really just sort of like tensing up and my body was not feeling good. And I was just like, pleasure, pain, pleasure, pain. And I was just like, like innocently as I could. Um, but I did eventually like, I was able to, Basically, like I always find it's such a huge thing when you're meditating or, or like like committing to like a mantra or whatever, like committing like I don't care how long it takes, because when you sort of like you put like a toe in, well, let me see how this goes. Right, <laughs> right, right. Reality doesn't really get you the very far. Yeah, but you're right, like, right. I'm gonna do this shit. Same thing as jumping in the pool. Sounds just yeah, like exactly. it. Yeah, like yeah, jump yeah. in the pool yeah. and the. I mentally go, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna sit here and do it, but it's just painful, it's just playing. <laughs> you know, at a certain point, like that commitment, I think really right. is like a thing that helps. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. And then once you're in the water, you're like, Oh, this is so freaking nice. Why the hell did I do that? Why did I <laughs> and I knew that the thing that was they were trying to do was important. This Kundalini right. awakening was important, but it like so like I was really like I wanna I want it to happen. I know it's supposed to happen and it's a good idea for me. But right, like, right, right. I got I need to try again. But that, I mean, honestly, in my spiritual awakening, largely, you know, the the in-between moments, you know, my cool meditation moments, cool um, plant medicine moments, you know, those are all great highs, you know, and, and, but, you know, so much of the difficulty is like in between, but in, in, of those moments of like meditation or plant medicine things, that was like probably the hardest thing that I ever went through, um, Getting that Kundalini awake, getting through the Kundalini awakening, it was really. It was, All right. Well, you made it through. Here you are. Yeah. <laughs> let's not talk about the pain anymore. Let's. Yeah. Let's, let's talk about good stuff. Oh no, I'm all good now. But I mean, it was, you know, I know you are. I, you know what is it? I, I feel like I need to say that because generally speaking, things are kind of easy. Some of my experiences are very easy for me, but not all of them. And right. uh, that was that was one of them. That was a real like you know woof. Yeah. Yeah. Big time. So um, I'm gonna I'm gonna actually I'll, let me get back to the story I was telling uh, about the universe and people in your life 
kind of come around full circle and like they're in your life for a reason. You, you, you meet them and then you come across them in different capacities. And Jack is, uh, he's one of those people for me. Um, we met, uh, on set. He was actually just like a production assistant, I believe helping us out. Um, you know, with this short film we were doing, it was like somebody's project passion project. You know, there wasn't a big budget or anything like that. He was a very cool dude. We met and, and him and this other guy, Mike Dahm, uh, who was also involved. Mike uh, Dom, I love Mike Dom. Yeah, you know, Mike. So uh, so I kind of, you know, I, uh, they were like a team. And then actually, now that I'm thinking about it, the story goes a little deeper. They approached me a year or two later, and they had written a story together and liked my personality and wrote a character based on my personality and was were asking me to play that character in, in their short film it was very interesting it was very very cool are you trying to hook up that microphone did i am i successful oh that sounds much better sexy hey, sexy look at this nice nice good job so so that was one way he came back around into my life and that was i mean i don't know for you maybe people come to you and like oh i wrote a, a, a you know a character based on your personality that never happened to me before so it was it was exciting and uh, it was cool. And we actually actually did a reading of some of the script. And I don't know where that's at. Maybe we'll get him to talk about that. Maybe maybe we can't talk about it. I probably shouldn't be talking about it. That's but anyway, very cool. That's always but it a was nice very cool. compliment. And then, and then uh, he came back into my life uh, when he started doing this, this plant, Powerful Plant Allies YouTube stuff. I had come across him. Um, and now he's actually... Um, I think I witnessed this because I don't think he did this before. He discovered music and he is a musician and he is writing songs. And this is what I was talking about as far as like spirituality goes in our show and how it's related, because I feel like he's in the flow. He's like, he's gone inside. He's discovered who he is and it's all coming out. He's becoming himself in a very, very powerful way. Um, and I'll let him, tell you the story when we bring them on I, I don't know if that's a how'd i do for the introduction i've been trying to work on my introductions you're killing it man uh, let it. me just say jack stannis is the real deal a genuine loving soul who is here to help people and uh raise the vibration on this planet and he's got fabulous soft uh kind wisdom to uh, give us all and i'm so excited to introduce him to all of you Awesome. All right. How well, was that? Um, that was that was good. That was a perfect ending to kind of my beginning. I I, I didn't want to get into what he does. I figure out, let's talk to him about that stuff. So let's what did bring I, him did on. I get into what he did. Yeah. No. 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 You didn't. I'm I bringing him it. Here he comes. Ready? Here we go. Drum roll, please. Hello, Jack. Hey, Jack. How's it going? What's up, buddy? I love you guys. <laughs> uh, thank you. Man. How's it going out there in Long Island? It's it's spring. Yeah, yeah, I was gonna say this is your time of year, right? Yeah, everything's flowering. I mean, I just went on this beautiful bike ride today, and like everything was out. Like almost everything, you know. Some stuff comes as the season goes along, but all my favorites were out. All my favorite plants. So everything is blooming. Everything's coming to life again. After I mean, it wasn't really a cold winter, but it was still a period of dormancy. Everything's coming. So that's that's exciting. It's good here. It's good. <laughs> is it yeah. how diverse is it you know uh, from your perspective as an herbalist like from uh state to state and and whatnot i i mean i know we've got a decent amount of landscapes around the 
planet, but as you um, study as an herbalist in one area, that doesn't necessarily make you well versed in other areas. Or you know, how, how does it go in your mind? Yes, yeah, so that's that's what's very fascinating about it is um, you can learn about plants worldwide by just picking up a book. You know, and uh, a lot of people who are herbalists and practice that they stop at just that, you know, and they learn it, which is good. It's great to have a well-versed knowledge on, uh, you know, the herbs across the world. But for me, it's different because in order for me to learn, and this is with anything for me, it has to be very hands-on and I have to almost meet the thing that I'm working with. Um, so that is why I started basically going out a couple of years ago. I mean, we'll talk about we'll talk about my journey in a couple of minutes, but that is why uh, I basically started out going out into my ecosystem in my backyard and identifying plants right here that people would think are weeds or just trees. And yeah, that was the coolest thing. He brought <laughs> you know us around uh, with my children as well. It was really cool. My my kids were super into the the whole experience, and we were eating wild berries all day long, which was great. That's great, but um. You know, he lit me up with uh, information as far as plants that I had seen constantly around, uh, you know, from the mugwort and um, the uh, what was the other one, the really tall plants, uh, mullein. the mullein, uh, you know, like I've seen these things a million times, uh, you know, growing up, I've lived on Long Island most of my life. And um, but I never knew that these were some plants that I've been working with as a, you know, as a plant medicine, you know, man myself, you know, mm -hmm. um, and that they were growing in my backyard. And and that also these ingredients for various medicines and things were available so readily, um, you know, just in your nearby woods. And it's so cool, you know, for those of you who don't live on Long Island, it's not the immediate medicine that you could get, but all around your, you know, neighborhoods and states, it's worthwhile to pick up a book of like local flora and fauna and what's around. And, uh, cause you can, you can pick up some great stuff for your home for free. <laughs> I'm talking about ecosystems and stuff like that. Yes. The littlest change in, in, you know, elevation and atmosphere can change uh, the whole deal. Like for example, I was out in Arizona, looking for apartments i was gonna say you just uh you just posted yeah. some pictures and you were out so we were cactus picture that you posted the uh, reunion with the cactus yep so the sonoran desert that's where tucson is is like right in the center of it and in tucson you know it's surrounded by mountains and there's a famous mountain called mount lowen out there so my partner and i were out there and we're like you know what let's leave the sonoran desert and let's just drive up the mountain an hour and within an hour I felt like I had walked through a portal and was in upstate New York. And it was because we climbed like 5,000 feet and, you know, down below it's a hundred degrees in the Sonoran desert. And up there it's like 60 degrees that's, and it's all the crazy. East coast plants that I love. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. You know? So it felt like New York in yeah, Arizona. Like for me, that's because, cool. you know, we're, we're thinking of moving out there. Yeah. It was more of like a, you know, you can travel far away from the East Coast, but like these plants will still be with you. You just have to drive an hour up and they're all there, oh you know? So yeah, that littlest change, like I could, you know, Long Island is pretty much its its own ecosystem. But like, for example, like there are plants out in Montauk that I could find that I can't find like Middle Island or out by Queens. Like it, it's, it's just the slightest little temperature change, humidity change. So many different things can grow. It's it's that's the most exciting part about it, you know. And that's why I'm thinking about going out there because, you know, I could drive 
to California and there's a whole different ecosystem. I could do to New Mexico, Utah, right. Colorado, all of that's out there, you know? Uh, so although I'm very well, well versed in Long Island and a majority of the East coast plants, it's going to be a very exciting journey for me to go out there and discover again. It's almost like, so like wait, you said, you said you're still trying to decide. I feel like you're already there. Oh no! But, but we just, we just, we're about to sign. The there way. are other options. I'm out there. Was that? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, this I, is why we love there. Jack, by the way, because of his passion and enthusiasm for these oh, yeah. uh, these the plants. I love watching it's him talk infectious. About it. And like I said, it, it my kids. You know, I've got a range of ages, and they were all so engaged. And my daughter left going, and that's the one that has pepper, and that's mm -hmm. the one. You know, like she she learned a whole bunch of stuff. I was impressed. I love that. Yeah. A, a part of my soul is like, even when I went two years ago and I went out there, there's just something about the desert West that changed my whole life. And like, have you been to Sedona? No, not yet. I can't. Oh, really? You have a location. You should, wow. you should The three of us will have to go make a trip there. That would be yeah. awesome. I love that. I, I always like Wow. Um, we were actually talking about something like that. Oh uh, yeah. So yeah. we got to plan that then. Um, a live but, stream like, of consciousness live streaming from Sedona. Yeah. That would be insane. For our hundredth episode, we'll do it, Michael. Oh my god. That's yes. that I'm writing that down. We're like, manifesting there, that. Was, there was something like that cactus picture you spoke about of me in the saguaro. Like yeah. I feel like when I went two years ago and I left a part of my soul there for two years, like I would dream about it at night. And then when I went back last week, it was like I was whole again. And then when I came back here, I left something there again. And you know, I'll be That's back. So cool there but it almost is yeah like you're connected to it it's a place you're connected to I, I yeah i definitely see you out there and that's why i was surprised when you said you hadn't been to sedona because i feel like my my folks live in scottsdale and yeah, i've been to sedona and uh yeah you totally i could totally see you like just it's lovely you know it's got the red rocks uh thing it's 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 definitely it um you know they say on your drive up like if you drive in there you you feel the change in the vibration and, and helps, definitely yeah. definitely experience some of that myself it's uh it's a great place i, I like sedona a lot uh, uh to visit it's a cool one i think the consistency of like the red rocks and like you know the vibration there is like just really really vibey I, I really can't wait like it's cool. I, back, I was like when we get there you bet within a month of us being there we are driving up there i said there is no if ands or buts if i have to take a day off of work or whatnot like, we're doing it we're that's doing awesome it. that's so cool <laughs> so tell us what was your spiritual journey you know uh you know did, did you were you born spiritual were you raised spiritual how, how did you um get you know sort of awakened to how'd you become stanis? jack yeah, <laughs> yeah. How, did, how did you become becoming stannis becoming well, I stannis I guess, I guess i always have been jack inside um and just like a majority of us we're born on this planet where there is such strong programming and you know such a grip on our consciousness to be lowered that you know as as a lot of kids my age became so, you know, encapsulated in, in, you know, going to school and having to find a job and that was the way of life. And then you work and then you die, you know, that whole concept of just like, that is the meaning of life and that's it. And it wasn't until I started working with my first plant ally that I started to slowly break open. And that was mother cannabis. Now, cannabis was a very huge catalyst in my awakening process. At first, very gradual, you know, I would I would merge with her and, and she would connect me to like 
dormant hurts and dormant stuck energy that was within me. And, you know, at first when I started consuming cannabis, it was very painful for me uh, because Jesse, like you were talking about energy breaking through your body. It was almost as if every time I had a session with her and I did, I wasn't even really open about this to anybody else that I was partaking with. It was more of this internal thing of just me, you know, overcome it. Like it was like every time I, I merged with her, there was a lesson to be learned there. And there was something that I was leaving when she left my body at the end of, of the emergence, there was something that I was going to discover about myself or something that I was going to heal about myself. After merging with her for, I'd say about four or five months, uh, I had this calling to take fungi mushrooms. Um, and that, that's why I always say cannabis was, was the catalyst for guiding me to that. Because if it wasn't for that mushroom experience, I don't think I would have had, I probably still, you know, everything happens for a reason. You probably sure. discovered everything, yeah. but it downloaded all of this like ancient, I don't want to say knowledge, but ancient experience from my past lives that just like within two hours, I came out of it a totally different person and looked at the world in totally different eyes. And that was the start of my acknowledgement that, Hey Jack, wake up! You're living on a planet in the vastness of the sea of space, you know, and, and which a majority—that's everyone's first experience—is just that awareness of like, wait a minute, we're you know we know we're living on Earth, but like, what is Earth? Earth is this little planet. Earth is this little microscopic ball, you know. So all that stuff's going through your head, and throw <laughs> this deep love and appreciation for this planet. Now taking that experience at that time I was a filmmaker and I was about to jump into film school. So I went into film school uh, because Jesse, I had worked with your, your brother Cody and he knows that, that when I was younger, that was a very big, you know, passion of mine was film. It still is. I, I adore film. It's, it's an amazing, amazing art form. And a lot of people don't look at it as an art form, but I went to film school, was there for a semester. And then uh, an old friend of mine, had uh, one of his old friends from high school. He was uh, Mike, you know, Mike. Mm -hmm. Mike, uh, we love Mike. <laughs> his his friend, uh, Dr. Z, Dr. Eugene Zampirion, I think I said that right, runs this eco tour. And I had, I had told Mike that I was uh, basically looking to get into more of the documentary style of, of filmmaking and more of like a, instead of, you know, writing a script and creating, you know, film based on a fictional idea or whatnot, even though that's, that's a powerful way to get a message across. I wanted to use my talents to start to uh, document the world and sharing that with people who could not just, you know, buy a plane ticket and, and go to somewhere, you know, um, or learn about something. So uh, Dr. Z runs this eco tour called Eco Tours for Cures. And he's He's ran it since I think 1990. I mean, he's been to Jamaica. He's been to Jamaica every year since I, I, you know, they were young. They were in high school, and so he started to run this because he's the head of the naturopath program in Bridgeport University. So I was told. I always heard Mike talk about it, and I was like, you know what? Why don't we just jump on this, and and I'll bring my camera, and we'll just document it, and we'll do it for Doctor Z, so that he could use it for promotional purposes, or that he could even just have something to hold near and dear to his heart, just so I had the experience of doing something like that. So 
Uh, this was in March of, I believe it was 2017 or 20, 2017. Nice. Um, You've got someone saying hello. You got uh, Angelina. Hi, Angelina. How's it going? <laughs> just just wanted to let you know because sometimes you, you might not see the comments. Yeah, no, I didn't. Sometimes I'm talking. I'm somehow. This um, is a great story, by the way. And I think I've seen some of the pictures and video from from this because you, yes. maybe you use it on your show. But continue. This is a yeah. great story. Keep yeah, going. we're going to give you an opportunity to point people in the direction. Yeah, of the I'm going to put it up. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, so we got to Jamaica. And, you know, the first thing I noticed was just its absolute natural beauty, which you know, everybody on their first glance would look at it. Mm -hmm. um, and at this point, you know, I, I had that appreciation for the earth and, you know, for caring for the earth. Um, but it didn't go, it, it, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say because deep down inside, I know who I am and I know I always had this, but mm -hmm. at that point, that was all that was revealed to me. That makes sense. That makes mm -hmm. sense. Mm -hmm. Just appreciation yeah. for the earth and acknowledging that the earth is here and she's alive and she needs to be taken care of. So we got to the campground or strawberry fields. That was that was the name of the place that we went to. And you know, I, I set up my tent. I was gonna camp the whole week, a beautiful view of the ocean. Um, whatever we got adjusted that first day and whatnot. Um the second day was when we really started the adventure and uh, Dr. Z is is really good friends with a local group of Rastas that help them with the tour every year. And they were going to take us on their annual walk to the falls, Quammen Falls, which is just this this haven of, of it's talk about a vortex. It's a vortex. Yeah, it's beautiful there. I've been there. You've been there? You've Not been there? to that specific place, but Jamaica. Oh, know. my God. Oh, my God. It's beautiful. Um, and and it, there's a, just an amazing energy there. Yeah, no, yeah. I I, like I, ke I keep it in my brain for like, <laughs> I have an interesting story about being at the dentist and going my back apologies. to Jamaica in my brain. <laughs> just because that. like, I'm just like, okay, I'm on the beach in Jamaica. <laughs> um, anyway. Yeah, so, so basically it was their annual walk to the falls. And what they did on the walk to the falls was they uh, identified plants. I mean, they knew what the plants were, but what they did was they harvested plants that we were going to use the next day when we got back for a medicine making workshop, making tinctures and salves and all that good stuff. Sweet. So I had me with my, my little camera, my partner was with me, Mike was there. And, you know, we start walking, you know, you go up the campground, you start walking down this dirt road, which is going to take you to the path through, through the jungle. And, you know, plants just growing on, on, on the sidewalks. And I, I see these guys that live on that road just going up to them, you know, bare feet, they're not wearing any shoes or whatnot. And they're like looking at the plant and, and digging through them almost as if there is like this communication going on that I don't even know if, if they're aware of, maybe they are aware of it, maybe they're not. But to me, it was almost like I stopped for a second and was looking at them, you know, looking through these plants and whatnot and like, you know, pulling them up and saying, oh, this is Spanish needle and this is Cerisee and this is that, this is that. And handing them to Dr. Z. And just like, you know, it, it made me stop and think about like, you know, everybody, I, I always knew that dandelion was used for something, but I didn't know exactly what it was used for. And it was in that moment that I was like, I wonder if I went back home and I started digging through like disturbed soil and, and looking at all the plants that grow on the side of my house, on the, the, uh, the outline of the woods next to my house, what I would find and if there is medicine there. So 
whatever we kept walking through and you know like I, they had their their machetes which they call cutlass and you know they were like cutting down like branches of like uh the pimento tree and and stuff like this and it almost like I'm, I'm sitting here filming it looking through the lens of my camera but like it, it almost sent me into like this feeling of like now i know why i was guided here mm-hmm. it was the documentary that guided me there but it was still that mushroom trip from the summer mm-hmm. that was like you want to complete that trip you want to complete that journey wanted you to experience the plants close up here yes so that in itself fascinated me so we went to the falls we all hung out there we all relaxed and whatnot on the way back collected even more the next day we had the herbal making workshop and uh dr z sat us down and and he has this beautiful table set up of all the stuff that we harvested named them all and whatnot and uh i remember the video i had shot a little thing of him going around and speaking about each of the plants and all that they can do for you and just like you know a lot of people think that medicine like dandelion for example is is uh a liver it's liver medicine you know that's everybody pretty much knows that but mm-hmm. it's also good to balance the ph in the blood mm-hmm. and it's really nutritious if you eat the flowers so seeing him speak about these plants and like naming a plethora of benefits of each of them was just like a spark that like channeled something that was like hovering almost above my aura for so long waiting to come in and just sank into me and i remember sitting down and 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 watching you know his students make the medicine and stuff like that and i just like laughed and i was almost like how could i not remember that this was what i came here to do in life (laughs) dude that's it's such a i love the story it's like yeah amazing it's so that that you know learning that that's how my mission when I, I when i came back after that week i was like it is now my mission without a doubt i dropped out of film school when i came when i when i uh got out because it just it, i i had become so disconnected from the way that they were teaching it right um and i just really wanted to just dive right into my spirituality and my knowledge of the earth so i dropped out of film school and uh, i had taken a couple of years off and when i got back that week i was like i am going to do nothing but educate myself on all of these plants here on Long Island, and I am going to take people here that I know who have no idea about this, or even herbalists, like I said, that practice but don't know that this stuff grows in their backyard. Right, right, right. I am going to show that to them because I knew without a doubt I had done it in many past lives before. Mm-hmm. It was something that the earth and humanity needs right now. It's very important. Mm-hmm. And in a way because you're connecting people to the earth and when you connect to the earth even if you just go out grounding you're also healing a deep side of yourself so to me it was like this knowledge is right here under everybody's nose everybody needs to know this because it's our birthright and everybody is entitled to share this knowledge with everybody else basically right yeah and i'd love to remind the audience of something that i think we've probably uh mentioned before you know um there's vitality in the food that we eat. And so often, um, you know, these oranges that you pick up from the store, I, I, I was blown away to find out that the amount of time 
since that orange has been picked to when you eat it can sometimes be years. <laughs> it's crazy really? to think that. Yes. I because no of the idea. way they freeze these things, splash field, so many different processes to keep them. I was blown away when I heard wow. that that was like the, like, like it could be at the very least months and could even be years old, the food that you're eating. And uh, I, something like and, an orange. That's surprising. Yeah. Yeah. And an apple, like things like that. It's oh, like, wow. like all, all the, like they, they are, they keep them alive for forever. They, that's why they pick so many at once. Oh, it's no need. It doesn't matter if that people eat them immediately. We're going to be able to preserve them for a long time, apparently. Wow. So uh, it's crazy. And, you know, when you pick that that orange right off the tree and you eat it, that's the moment where it has the most amount of vital energy flowing through. It, and that energy is kind of cycling down, you know, ever shrinking, you know, ever after, you know, it, it, it gets pulled from the tree. And beyond that, you know, we're talking about medicine and things that, you you know, you get an Advil or whatever else. How old is the ground up pieces of whatever natural right. thing might have been right. in that? versus and so many of these different medicines they they are often based around one real life ingredient that has been shown to be you know really good and then they add a bunch of additional things on top of it so that they can um, you know, trademark it and whatnot and once says, again uh, exactly she recommends you pick it farms yeah, picking it at farms are great. And I mean, you know, getting in from the roadside uh, things when you can get your vegetables. But in general, when you can go and pick your own things, I mean, you know, if, if you can go into the woods nearby your home and have an idea, yeah, about some things well, that, that are yeah. there and natural, it's very empowering. And these things that you're pulling, they are vital uh, ingredients for your health, not uh, the very kind of, I don't want to say completely dead, but but dying, uh, you know, and, and dwindled, dwindled yeah. ingredients, uh, which are right. often presented to us. Right. So, uh, you know, that's one of the reasons why I got so excited when uh, I we met Jack and I was like, wow, can you teach me some of this? You know, right. because I see how powerful this is to be able to and not just connect to like food that is vital, but food that was grown where I live, food yep. that came from the 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 ground that i walk on like right. th there's an important connection to your place and you know you're drink you're having the oranges from japan i don't know if that's necessarily the best medicine for you and yeah the things exactly. coming from your fr from yes. the earth near you that that seems more appropriate sure or wherever you may be living you could take milk thistle you know for your liver but dandelion's good for your liver too and that it's almost like our auras and our energies adjust to the ecosystem around us and the medicine that we need long island east coast as a mass consciousness is going to grow there people think oh um, milk thistle is the only thing that's good for liver but that is far from true yeah may i a really short little thing okay. but this was always a problem for yes. me and, and something to help the listeners when you go because i i would be overwhelmed looking at some of these holistic medicine type websites i didn't understand I'm like how can there be 60 different choices for the thing that's good for your also yeah. you know or whatever yeah. but what it is is it's about there's 60 different ecosystems that the old wives and the old grandmothers are um living in where they were having to go get something and in some places they had dandelions and in the other places they had you know other plants that they had to go oh well this is this is good for it and for them they didn't know that the dandelions was also a thing but then as the world has come together and information has been collected you'll see a whole bunch of different things be recommended often for 
some of these things. But um, you know, if you stick with the top couple recommendations, I think that you you can feel good about whatever choice you make um, for any ailment. And I have healed some things with like my children. I, I think I avoided having to get uh, Logan uh, Logan's appendix removed by um, wow. uh, uh, what is it? Something grass tea. Um, lemongrass. No, it was uh, it's um. Oh, it'll 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 come it'll come to me it's a, it's a really pow- powerful one i'm curious yeah i'll i'll i'll, rem- I'll remember in a moment yeah. but uh but yeah i mean it really the, these things are great and uh, don't be overwhelmed there are a lot of paths to this stuff and really the the the, the only thing to try to do is just try to get as natural uh, and uh, close to the source as you can and if you can do what jack does which is go outside so, and collect some things yeah that's an actual good that's a good little uh shoot what's that word the segue good a good little segue so um i have uh, i pulled a little clip i want to share um so jack i just want you to kind of get into that next part of the story when you came back and what you're doing on youtube so for about two years i had done nothing but um study 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 go out into the forest even in the winter because some plants are still out in the winter and a lot of the tree medicine is still out it was my mission. It was the only thing I focused on was just surrounding myself in my local ecosystem so that I could know it inside and out. I still don't know it inside and out. You learn something new every day. And that is what's so beautiful about life is that you'll never know it all, but it's that keeps it exciting. Um, For sure. It wasn't until after those two years that all of a sudden I started to feel this, this uh, sensation of, of the crave to film something again (laughs) and uh you know i so i had went back to jamaica uh every march for the last uh for two years after that first trip to continue the documentary the documentary will be coming out this year it's almost done um awesome but after that was finished and uh especially because everything that's that's going on in the world right now it was something that you know was gonna keep me occupied obviously because i was i put on furlough for a job. And I just was like, you know what, this is the perfect opportunity to share this knowledge with people virtually, you know, because even if people didn't want to go outside in nature, which a lot of people did throughout all of this, which is excellent. um, I wanted to share this knowledge with people in Europe and people in China and people all over the world. Uh, And, you know, I I have a a very good skill at marketing stuff and whatnot. Uh, So I was like, you know what, I'm going to start making short little videos, just, you know, 10 minute videos on local plant identification, especially because a lot of the plants here are not native. They're from Europe or they're from other places in the world. Yeah, um, it was so interesting hearing about some of those things um, for you. You were talking about the, 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 the berry bushes that me and my kids were devouring. They're yeah. like invasive, <laughs> uh, invasive here because they like they. they screw up the dirt and the other things can't grow yes yes um so yeah so stuff like that because i know people have mullen and garlic mustard in other countries so i was like i'm gonna make plant identification videos where i id the plants where i talk about you know respectful harvesting which we'll talk about as 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 this goes on we'll Mm -hmm. we'll close it out with that which is very important if you're an herbalist you should start practicing that Mm -hmm. Uh, and what they're used for and what their cautions are 
in a quick, easy to learn way. You know, I've seen some herbalist videos where even I am like, what are you talking about? Because it is just so. Well, that's what I said. I really love about you. And, and, yeah. and you guys, I, I urge you, if you're interested in this subject at all, really, Jack is the person to follow. It's he's very digestible and you know he's not trying to uh, show you how, how wise he is. He, he really just wants to be able to connect you to the information as, as simply as he possibly can. And and that's the way, you know, that, that that's that's the way to get the information out there. And uh, we've got a couple questions here. One, I, I kind of want to yeah, put it up on the screen. A, not quite not quite a, a question, but Angela was saying something about oh, um, Angela. Garden. Well, I just wanted to say to, to you, okay. uh, Angela, about your garden. Something about a garden as well. Garden is you controlling reality, you playing God, you growing a thing. And, and what dirt do you have there? And are you bringing it in from an industrial thing? Are you growing in the dirt in your backyard? Is the dirt in your backyard been poisoned by a lot of cement and other things by the building of your house? When you go out into the wilderness, you know, it it's what is naturally occurring because of the climate, because of the dirt, because of the things. It's what's growing because nature says this is what should grow. And I really think there's a lot of value to that. You know, I just want to want to point to that. You know, it, it, like it's cool to grow your own stuff and having a garden is great and something I want to do as well. But being able to go forage, being able to go to a park and go find some things um, that are just growing naturally in the world. I think there's a lot of power in that. And and I I, I, I think that's what you connected with when you were out, uh, you know, on your your trip, like. Mm -hmm. Wow, look at this. I'm going to take this home. I right. bet there's a lot of stuff at my house that I just don't even know. Like, yeah, just that I, walk I wanna... in Sunken Meadow Park, there was like, we must have tasted <laughs> oh, like 10 different plants. Yeah. <laughs> that was and like seasoning and berries and like all different stuff. And it was just a little bit. Jack showed yeah. us so much stuff. It was so fun. Yeah. And uh, it, like seriously, so fun. Like like to go like like if you know anybody or like, you know, see, look into like walks or whatever, but to go out or go out with a book you just go, wow, look, and this is here. And look, I found this. And what's this? And it, it's really just like kind of this journey of discovery, like uh, Indiana Jones kind of thing. Yeah, that's um, it, it's <laughs> especially if you connect with it in a positive way and can find some berries that you can eat and some things like that. It's just a, a lovely thing kids to do love with your kids. Yeah, no, it was, it was <laughs> so much fun. We, you know, we, we went with his. Uh, like really a wide range of kids, uh, you know, uh, uh, for the day, me and Michael and uh, and, and Jack and some of right. his friends. And yeah. we had such a great time. And, and I, I really do believe that anybody would discovering where they live. And um, and and when you go, oh, wow, what's that? Like some of these things that you've seen your whole life, you're just like, oh, I, I didn't know. And now I know this cool that's new a, layer. Yeah, that's a good uh, the, uh, the other question that was asked. I want to just bring that up. Mackenzie. Oh, that, yeah. I wanted to I wanted to ask her. I that's her a good well. segue to it because that has to do with it. So the question is, uh, what's the best place to get dandelions without having to worry about lawn care chemicals? Or do you even need to worry about that piece? You know, so, do you clean them or go somewhere remotely? So I, I just made on on uh, the YouTube channel is Powerful Plant Allies. That's my that's my series. Um, and I had just made a special for Earth Day called Herbs in Your Neighborhood. And it's a 30-minute documentary. You learn about six herbs here on the East Coast, and they grow in other parts of the world as well that you could mm -hmm. find just right here in the neighborhood. And the first thing I talk about is even though I am showing people stuff that literally grows in the cracks in the sidewalk in my own neighborhood, um, you have to know with 110% certainty that what you are harvesting does not have any chemicals, cement poisoning, 
anything that that cement poisoning i didn't even know that was yeah. necessarily a thing I, intuitively i thought this it's not so great to have all that dust in the dirt and whatnot right yeah right. so you it's just said that intuitively that's thing. interesting right so like like yeah. like, like, like and, and and like if if your neighborhood's next to a freeway you don't want to harvest plants within i think it's a hundred feet of a main road because right. it's already contaminated with whatever the hell is Fumes coming out and right, right. yeah so uh like jesse was saying the best place that you could find is i know a lot of like local parks and whatnot they don't spray you have to call and you have to make sure that they don't spray just ask right. them say you know i have an allergy you know right. just but they do know. they'll do dandelions on like farm stands too right like, yeah yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah farms and stuff like that right. um or you could grow them yourself you can get seeds and like jesse right. said you know your garden is you you god that garden you right know, you're you not spraying yeah the, the best thing you can do if you're going to do a little garden for yourself at home or whatever to control some of this kind of thing is to do a nice um um what do you call it um uh, you make your own dirt just with like the food compost. you save your vegetables a nice compost um and you know try to put it somewhere in a corner where you won't necessarily like smell it or whatever or get like a little cap for it or something yep. but i mean that you know you can know what's going in there a little bit and then if you do like a lifted up uh thing you know with a nice little layer of like some some dirt you know and 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 get the mainly like that nutritious dirt in there cuz that's the big thing and that's why it's so nice to have like the mix we're supposed to have this mixed ecosystem and maybe you can get into more of this you know when i got to go to peru one of the more fun things that we got to do was go uh walk with the tribe and see how they were um trying to uh, oh, i forget the term for it but the you know the, just farming to take advantage of things and not be wasteful um you know and and so often most of our farming practices really um, uh, take out so much of the nutrients from the soil and don't really replenish the things. We, we'll grow the same thing on the same field over and over and over again. And there's all sorts of different ways that you can, um, you know, kind of cross pollinate and be growing things in different fashions so that you really get a healthy um, soil that has a mixture of different plants in it and a mixture of different things that will then add nutrition to your future growing, uh, you know, needs and the way we grow it, each new batch of fruit or vegetables grown that way, they, they, they're less nutritious than the previous one yeah. because they don't have access to the minerals from the ground. Hmm. Right. Right. It was funny. It's like, with like compost and helping plants grow is like, even in Jamaica, when we went to that hike, uh, there was one time that we had taken a boat over to this beach called black sand beach. And a lot of the Rastas, I guess they had they take people there when they come to visit, you know, to tour the tour the place and, and to see Black Sand Beach. And there's this beautiful coconut palm there that uh, I guess they harvest and they you know they harvest the coconuts and they give them to the guests. But when the guests are done drinking them, they cut the coconuts in half. And there's a, there was a pile of like used coconuts at the base of the tree, and that was composting right. coconuts. It was feeding nutrients into the soil so that the coconut palm. Could suck up all the nutrients through its roots and <coughs> pump up even more. So it's That's amazing so cool. how soil and nutrients and how important like root health is and what the root yeah. sucking up is. Yeah. That's great. It is yeah. cool. <laughs> great. Mackenzie said thank you, and uh, and Courtney says she's learning like it's earth science all over again. Yeah, oh. you know, people don't have like you know such a <laughs> such a um, a perspective. It's you know it's it's funny. My mom's been like threatening my vegan siblings with her recent knowledge of basically how much um, consciousness plants have, uh, and oh my that God, you that's know so crazy you brought that up. 
Oh, why were you were you recently I having a haven't written down here that I wanted to talk about that? That's she was literally talking. just going like, uh, guys, I know that you're <laughs> vegans, but uh, let me tell you something, <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> oh, yeah. my brother Cody's right. I see it now. My mom does do a little bit of the Jewish. Uh, the Jewish <laughs> that's funny. So, you know what? Let's take a let's take a just quick moment. We're running. We're running into an hour, but that's fine. We'll keep going for a little bit. Okay. But I do want to play a little clip because I think you're so great, Jack, in what you're doing um and and again thank you so much for coming on the show because you are so you're such an example of somebody who's just so in tune with their own self and everything around them you know and 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 the connection between the two um and and it's so great to even just watch you because that's what i see i see this this synergy between you and everything around you so it, it's great. So um, for people who don't know, I'm going to put up the, uh, I do have in the comments here, hold on one second, in the chat, I can copy this. I'm going to put up your YouTube channel. Cool. Uh, it's in. It's going to be in the chat so you can copy and paste it easily. Uh, if I put it up here, it's just, you know, it's kind of a bunch of, a bunch of numbers, but uh, you guys can look for, uh, Jack's ch YouTube channel as uh, Powerful Plant Allies. That's Powerful what it, that's what it's called. Allies. And I just want to run a little clip to show what they'll get a taste of when they see it. So let's add it to the stream here. <laughs> oh wait, that's not it. That's it. Greetings, everybody. Welcome to Powerful Plant Allies. So today, you guessed it, we're talking about echinacea. Now, echinacea is a flowering perennial that is native to North America and Southern Canada. Uh, it's a part of the Asteraceae family, and it's actually cultivated throughout the entire world for its powerful medicinal benefits. Echinacea can grow up to four feet tall with a stem that is covered with trichomes. They have lance, sometimes ovate-shaped leaves, and have toothed margins. The upper side of the leaf is a beautiful dark green and has a few small white trichomes. The flowers are a hot topic for pollinators. They have a gorgeous blend of pink and purple in their petals. The petals form in a ring around a center cone. The cone is coated with sharp spines. Now, what we're going to do is we're going to look through this beautiful patch of echinacea uh, and we're going to see which one is going to offer itself up to be pulled out of the ground so we can take a look at the roots. Now, we've got some white sage right here. Uh, we're going to break this up. We're going to offer it up to the plant. Remember, I've stated this in many of the other videos, to always ask permission before harvesting any plant, even if it's in your own garden, okay? So that's what we're going to do. Uh, sit with the plants for a couple of minutes, offer up some stuff to them, and then we'll get back to you and we'll show you what the roots look like. So I'm just going to pause it here. I'm going to say, like, when I first saw this, I was so impressed because of because of your filmmaking experience combined with exactly everything you were talking about, your mission that that came to you. You know, you got this mission, and it's it's just so evident here. You know, when when I watch these things, I just I just love it. I don't want to I don't want to play the whole thing. I want people to go to your channel. So I'm gonna I'm gonna pull it pull it out. Uh, this is the channel right here, Powerful Plant Allies on YouTube. Uh, it's in me. Question. Oh wait, we have a question from the audience. <laughs> I have a question. My mom 
She's a fierce weed puller. Oh. <laughs> what should I tell her to do? What, what what sort of peace is she going to make with these weeds? What if they don't want to come? <laughs> you, you, tell her, you tell her to send you pictures, and you send them to me, and I'll tell her what they are. Wait, was your, wasn't your mom the one who was telling you about she's, the plants? She's not, she's not going to last that long. Yeah. I'm say, Let me take a picture of these weeds. She's going to go, there's weeds, and they're going to be gone by the time you tell me what they are. <laughs> well, she talks about she talks about plants are, are conscious, you know. These weeds are plants, and they're conscious. As well, well, she's not the vegetarian. Yeah, <laughs> she's messing with the vegetarians. Oh, 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 that's, that's just- oh, okay. so, so that's funny. Anyway, let me let me get to that while while we can before we, we try to we start. Yeah, that was up. a good segue, Michael. That was uh, a good segue. Yeah. Thanks so much for coming on the show, Jack. Yeah, and I hope amazing. You guys will um, will uh, uh, take you know what Jack's saying is really uh, seriously and practically. It it's uh, I, I have a real passion for it myself. Just. Uh, um spending two seconds with uh, jack and and it's just because his his uh, he's infectious and uh and i just totally saw the merit in all the things that um that he sees the merit in and uh he's offering great information all the time on his channel and uh, you should really uh follow along with uh the the ongoings of jack stannis because uh, it's yeah, only going to get more cool. interesting and better. we didn't even get to you know what we didn't even get to talk about his music i'll just put that up here for for people who are interested in his vibe uh maybe we <laughs> oh, could have yes. him back you know for 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 the music part of jack stannis yes. uh, but that's his right that's there. his instagram <laughs> right there you guys could check him out and and the message i think again watching you do your music i think the message is very similar you know you're you're singing songs about your connection with life and the earth and you know those kinds of things are the themes in your music you know so do we need to get anything out of mr jack or need to promote any of his things before we let him go and wrap up the show i just ask that you know from what you learned today and if you continue to walk down this path do so with respect do so with an open heart uh like Jesse said, these plants are living beings. And I have a, a video coming out in a couple of weeks on plant communication. If you're an herbalist, I highly recommend you to get into plant communication because these beings are willing to talk to you and they're willing to share their knowledge with you. How do you think the ancient people knew what the plants were used for? They communicated with them. So always go out, harvest with respect ask the plants permission. It's going to be different for everybody. The communication is different for everyone. Find what works best for you. If you want, like I said, check out that video that's coming out. If the plant gives you permission, you'll know it with all certainty. You'll know it. There's there's no way to describe it. You'll just have this inner knowing that the plant is allowing you to harvest it. And if it does not give you permission, you leave that plant alone and you go find another stand of it, or you go find another plant that's communicating with you that will offer itself up. Um, do so respectfully, and like I said, with an open heart. If you walk down this path, I promise you one thing, it's that your whole view on life, and your whole view on who you are as a person, and what the capability of the human body is, you will learn so much about yourself. It's not just about the plants. It's about everything because everything's connected. Yeah. I want to back him up to, you know, as uh, somebody who, you know, kind of channels, you know, uh, at a certain point along the way, I definitely started chatting with the plants. Uh, and um, it was, it just reminded me of the giving tree when I started communicating with them. Really, if, if your approach to them is What's grateful, it's grateful. Yeah. yeah. If, it, if, yeah. if if it's, if it's grateful, um, they are 
pretty happy to kind of sacrifice themselves for you in whatever way, you know, whatever way they can be of benefit to you. It, it, it's just sort of like if you line up with them and the appreciation that they're there, <laughs> you know, that there's this interaction. Right. You could, you could take me and just be grateful that you're taking me. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that, that really generally is, you know, often seems to be the largest that, you know, certainly there's baby plants that you don't need to harvest and things like that. But right. so often, you know, if you find yourself a nice, a nice copy of the plant. I, I find that they're very kind if you're kind. And, uh, you know, I always try to be very kind. There's no reason not to be kind to the plants. If you're talking to the plants, you're probably kind. Mm -hmm. I think. Mm -hmm. Everyone could do it. I believe you yes. can do it. We all, well, I think, I think we can all do that. Jack, is there anything else we well, need to yeah, ask? I was, before you know we what? Get out here? Yeah. I'm going to say, I'm going to say, cause we did have Courtney saying, what if you can't communicate with the plants at all? So, so, I mean, we know how we feel, but do you have any recommendations for people to kind of um, what are they looking for or and i i know you kind of said it you know you'll know yeah you yeah know. it's it's like like for example if I, if i'm you know sometimes i'll if i lay down and meditate next to like say a garlic mustard i'll literally have a one-on-one -on -one dialogue like in that altered state but you know if you're just like you know sitting there and you're communicating and you're meditating near the plant and you ask it inside you know may i harvest you uh like I said, everyone's very different. But for me, if a plant gives me permission, my heart chakra, heart starts to palpitate, and I feel my chakra just going boom, 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 boom. If the plant does not want me to take it, I will get a headache or I will get a shooting pain in my stomach, okay. like a feeling of like like rejection, just like nope, not today. And it's not in a nasty way, you know, plants. Plants have not today. Yeah, they yeah. run away. Catty, they can be catty, <laughs> but no, they they're they're living beings, you know. And and uh, you just have to. It's like a, it's like a muscle. You may not get that clear communication, or you may not feel like you got anything out of the first time you do it. But the more you practice it the more it just becomes second nature, just like telepathy. People practice telepathy, you know, and the next thing you know, you're speaking to someone across the room and they're speaking back at you, you know. Uh, it, it's it's a muscle, and because we've been so closed off in the history of, of humanity, we, we've just been programmed so hardcore, it's become hard. But in reality, this is just like breathing. It's It's something that we were born to know and something that we're born to do. So there is a swing on the tree in my uh, children's uh, backyard at their yeah. home. And like pretty much every time I'm on there, I'm like, is this cool? Am I, <laughs> am I all right? It's like, is this too much weight? Like, I don't want to, I don't want to mess with you. Like, is this all right? Like, like, but she's always like, it's all right, baby. You can swing. You're not gonna, right, baby. Angela not says, gonna don't piss off a pecan tree. That's what, yeah. I, that's what made me think of it. She was like, don't piss off a tree. I, it was funny because they had lost a branch during the, the, the storm. And I was like, oh no, do you not have the strength for this? But oh. uh, but the but the tree but the tree says yes, still swinging. Nice they like to acknowledge, so I'm sure yeah. she's happy. About no, it. they do. That's the biggest yeah. thing I've noticed with talking to the plants. I I so often I get the message of oh, so nice to be acknowledged. Like that that is the main yeah. that is the main <laughs> response I get from every plant I talk to. 
They're right. just sort of surprised that I tried oh, to talk cool. to them in the first place. Right, right, right. <laughs> They're like, are you talking to me? It's like, yeah. is there like a, an animated movie where the animals are like, is he talking to you? The human's <laughs> talking to you. And that's and why I've never, I've never had a bad experience on, you know, everyone's different, but like, like on cannabis, I know a lot of people get paranoid, but I think it's because the plant knew who I was deep down inside. And because I had done this for so long in many past lives, I approach it with a very gentle and respectful manner. And that's why it was, and I know you do Jesse and, yeah, yeah. and Michael, um, and the plants know who you are. Even if you don't know who you are fully in this life, they know yeah. for you. Well, you know, it's, right. we talk a lot about setting space and, you know, and uh, you know, as you use mm -hmm. the word catalyst, but I think, uh, you could also say that the cannabis created space for us to consider other things, right. to look at some things a little differently. We got and, questions you know, coming in now. For me, I had that same journey. I think, you know, we've talked about, you know, before, Jack, you know, where I, not until I was 28, though, you know, I, and when I, when I smoked cannabis, I realized that I had a lot of anxiety and, and, and perhaps you know, depression and stuff. Mm -hmm. So for me, it was, it, it let me relax a little bit and also changed my, mind about these things and then i went uh because of steve jobs i've said before you know i i was looking at lsd and and psilocybin and similarly for me you know not quite to your level you know for me like i knew so much of it innately but i didn't know a lot of specifics like i think you got a lot of specifics you know of sort of like of what your mission was when you first came in but i was just sort of like whoa i am facing the wrong direction i'm an idiot I have a lot to learn and I need to become a much more conscious person and, and figure this out. Like I, I've been living strangely and I like, and like, and it's, it's, I was older, you know, too. So like, I was like, I have to, I have to recon, recon, <laughs> it took me 10 years to like reconfigure my reality yeah. based on what I understood in that one moment. Right. You know, so it was a very similar door blowing off, you know, moment for me. And I even know nothing. That's the beauty of it. I, in the grand scheme of everything, I know nothing and I love it. I don't want to know everything. I love it. So, so we, but that's the thing. It's the knowing that you can't possibly know enough. Yes. And which, which is the relaxing thing, you know. It's not like, only, I, not only I is he cool with it, but he actually likes it. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Cool with not knowing everything. I like no, not knowing. I everything. know nothing, and I love it. Uh, so, yeah, no, so Jack, fun. what is your favorite plant, and why? Was is a question from Oh uh, gosh, Angelina. Um, I would say because of the, the impact and and the gift that she has given me, it would be cannabis. Although I I don't merge with her anymore, um, I feel like I've she's taught me what I needed to in this life. Um, she will always hold such a, a special place in my heart because especially because I know I worked with her in so many lifetimes before. Like I know I'll work with her in the next one. Right. She just in this lifetime gifted me that ability to embody all of this. And especially because I believe we're living in a crucial time of humanity right now where we don't get our Indeed. <laughs> if we don't get it going, yeah. we're gonna go down a very, very, very strange path and everything's uncertain at that point. That's why we're here. Exactly. Yeah, I, I, feel, I feel similarly to, yeah. to can, very grateful to cannabis. Yes. It's funny. I have a lot of guilt about uh, associated with my cannabis use, but it, the thing that kind of kept me going was actually that not only was I, did I uh, get the relief that I needed, but it was such 
real genuine relief from what I needed that it, it amassed this huge gratitude towards the plant. So there was like literally a part of me that was like, you're wrong. Like cannabis is helping me. Like, trust me, that spirit is, is doing me good. Like I know that, you know, the, anything can be abused and I'm going to do my best not to, but, I am definitely getting what I need to out of this experience and it's helping me to calm down and it's helping me to get a better perspective on things. And I don't think I'm going to use it the way that I had traditionally used it in the past for forever, even though I do like to use it as a spiritual practice kind of stuff. That's a different thing. She'll let you know, like, it's funny. Cause when I, when I was at the end of my journey with her, you know, I didn't want to, you know, I kept holding on to that relationship with her and being like, come on, just, you know, merge with me. Let's have another experience. And like, she, she's funny she gets catty she's like um really you want to learn this again well here you go here take some paranoia and take some this and you really <laughs> everything I taught you wow it's funny like it's like it once you like you'll know when your time with her is is done it's not done because you know you're still working with that we have cannabinoids in our brain yeah eternally connected to that plant whether we consumed her in this lifetime or not um she will let you know, like, I'm done with you, Jack. Go take what I taught you and go take care of it and show it to the world. And I'll see you in the next life. <laughs> you'll know. You'll know, just man. So you know. Just so you see here, I had it written yeah. down. Sentience in plants. Sentience in plants. Look at that. I like that. I, I wrote that down to remind myself. because Animism. And then we didn't even need to talk about it because this validated it all. And if you can see right here, I wrote down sentences in plants. Uh, you have uh, very similar sentience and sentences. Sentience, sentience. Sen Mine says sentences. Sentience, sentience. Is it sen now sentience? Whatever. Mine says yours, brick wall. Yours is a brick wall. <laughs> Jack, it's been wonderful having you on the show. Thank you yes, so much for totally. coming and joining us today. Uh, please, everybody, take a look at uh, some of the wonderful. Um, bits of educational videos that um that that jack is uh handing out i've heard plenty of people talk about some of these subjects and rarely do they ever entertain me or make me excited about the thing but jack does uh really does and please uh i would love to see his infectious uh joy for uh the plant kingdom to uh, keep spreading around like wildfire so please support this man as best you can um Indeed. And uh, I guess we'll let uh, Jack go, and we can just uh, say our thanks to the to the, sure. to absolutely. the board and the people. Absolutely, Jack. Thank See you, so you Jack. Much. Thanks so I'm much for, for being on the show. Thanks. If you want, if you want to hang out and wait, we can talk to you afterwards. If okay. You yeah, it won't be it won't be long. Sounds right. good. Peace. So, um, thank you, everybody, who's been on today. Yes, so, what a good show, man. That was awesome, Angela. Fabulous show. I was so glad to have Jack. Well, we we've been wanting to have Jack on for a while. We love Jack. Yeah. Um, Jack, you're the most. Finally getting um, questions coming in, but, you know. Yeah, thank you so much. Um, um, but we are we'll definitely have Jack on again. We are getting a schedule together yes. for the Rams network. Exciting. And Michael, do you have it? Do you have it like the like I sent you all of those uh, dates, uh, but uh, do you have it in order anywhere nearby? Hold on, I, I'll pull up my calendar here. Where, Coming up in this month, do, 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 we've got do, do, my brother do, 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 Shane is coming on to talk about some of his experiences. We've got my psychic friend, um, who Cinderella. 
I'm not sure what to say is as his name because I don't want to oh. want to give proper okay. names. Well, you asked me who to pull up the name, list. psychic name. Yeah, did you pull up the list? I, I, I have didn't Johnny get Humongous. I have Johnny yes. Humongous. But that's code name. So oh, okay. my psychic friend, um, uh, who uh, is a former police officer, uh, yeah, former police officer, former, um, um, uh, well, not former, uh, active musician and uh, active psychic. Uh, he's amazing. Uh, my friend Cinderella, who's a major spiritualist, uh, who's a, a rapper, um, is coming on to the show as well. And uh, we're going to be getting Rudy on the schedule. And my sister Cheyenne says she's down to come. We don't Sweet. have a date for her yet, but uh, if she can make her own her own promotional image, she said she's down. <laughs> That's what it is. She wants she to make her do own whatever she could do whatever she wants. Yeah, if she wants. But, I, can, um, I can send her the logo. But I want to have Jack on uh, next month as well. I want to have him on again. So we, we have a telepathy. He was things. talking about telepathy. I was like, oh, if you know telepathy, we could talk about telepathy. And yeah, this is so cool. So I would love to have him on again next month. We're going to talk to him when we're all done uh, over here. But uh, yeah, shy and uh, my my mom. I was trying to get first, but she is playing this game of being shy. I'm like, she's writing a book, what? a spiritual book right now, and it's Wait, great. I'm editing things for no? her. And stuff. She's writing a spiritual book, and she's shy. She's like, no, I can't do it. No, I'm not ready. And I'm like, she's like, well, this is a behind the scenes person. But uh, I'm gonna drag. I'm gonna get her on eventually. I but um, that's gonna get D on here. But I'm. I don't think. But Shane, I, I can't go she, up against D. <laughs> Shane and Cody are that. Well, he, you know, he, he he's got a little bit less to contribute to the type of conversation that we that's have. right right um you know but uh even though he's very much of this same I, line, we all love your dad yes but a little different than uh than uh than, than what we're talking about um but anyway but my siblings uh you know are great uh you know they've all worked with the plant medicine and, and have very interesting spiritual journeys you know my sister's very um uh adept with um card reading and uh you know a lot of different sorts of reading and astrological charts and stuff like that. Uh, my brother Shane's becoming real adept with um, with doing uh, hypnosis to uh, regress yourself and like mm -hmm. connect with past lives and past stuff like lives, that. Yeah. So um, you know they all really have a lot of things to uh, offer in terms of their own unique spiritual journey because their journeys are completely different, you know, than mine. Um, each uh, one of us has a really unique uh, ride here. And uh, I'm excited to have them all on. But Me we're going to have a calendar probably kicking off next week yep. uh, for hopefully like the next two months. And then we'll we'll keep it going and we'll be promoting the different things that we'll uh, be having. And uh, I would really love to have Jack back. So, so we're going to see if we can talk to him about that in just a minute. Awesome. But um, love you guys. Thank you so much for tuning in on Twitch and uh, donating to the Rock Against MS Network. Anybody yes. donating, we so appreciate it. It's Thank you to the Rams Network. Yep. And it helps our show to keep kicking ass. But um, we're going to be getting hopefully an influx of new viewers soon as we start uh, getting our show promoted. And we have a nice little steady uh, thing. Uh, Monday, we've got the coolest live. And we're going to be we're getting a pretty cool calendar together for that as well. Because me and uh, Tori and Aaron, we all know a lot of really cool people. So um, so we're you know coming up with a, a balance of uh, some cool geeky subject matter and some cool guests to have on. Anyway, yes. uh, love you all. Thank you for we joining us. Love Join you us again next week, Thursday, for the live stream of consciousness. Peace.